This is Hustle and Heels, the podcast of our little Venice. We are your hosts, Adriana Romero and Ilia Francis. And each episode provides simple but real life experience and tips from two imperfect moms trying to balance it all that will take you to the next level in life and business. You can find the podcast in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and also available on our website, www.ourlittlevenice.com. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode number 66 of Hustle and Heels, the podcast of Our Little Venice. And today we have a fascinating amazing guest all the way from Perth, Australia, our friend Kelly Briggs from the Business Network by Design podcast. Kelly, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, Ajan. How are you? I am good. The fascinating thing about this conversation, Kelly, is that you know, for us, it's Thursday night, and for you, it's Friday morning. I know, I know, and I thank you very much for um, taking into consideration the time zone when we did this uh, recording, because I know, you know, I got the best end of that deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you know, this is, being busy moms as we all are, you know, this is the time where, where Ilya and I sit down to work. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the same. <laughs> Yeah, so you know how it is, the kids, the hustle, you know, it's it's busy lives. Yeah, absolutely. I find that my kids go to bed at 7.30 and that's the time where I, you know, sit down and go through till sort of 10 or 11 to get the stuff done that I need to to make sure that everything's covered. So, yeah, we tend to be a little bit night owls when we have our own businesses. Ah, uh, totally. That's the time when the business runs. Mm-hmm. And, and in our case, Ilya and I still have our nine to five. Yes, so yes. It's, uh, yeah. So Kelly, you know, thank you for for introducing yourself, but can you share with us why starting this networking podcast? Yeah, so basically when I was, um, um, I've always been attracted to listening to podcasts, being a busy mum as well, and I also, like you, um, you know, I, I have a full-time, I have a full-time job as well, so okay. um, everything that I do is out of our, you know, out of those kind of hours, and um, I really wanted to start a podcast because I felt like I had a really strong networking message to put out there that wasn't it wasn't currently out there, and I felt like you know networking was seen as a very old school, rigid, superficial, kind of a little bit sleazy type of a activity that you come back feeling dirty from. And and you know I felt that with my networking experience, I had a very different um, perspective. So I really wanted to get that message out there. And being a busy mum, I listen to podcasts myself all the time. Okay. And so I kind of tossed up, you know, do I do a podcast or do I do a YouTube channel? Cause you know, YouTube's all the rage as well. Yeah. So I was kind of weighing up those and I thought, Oh, Kelly, what are your chances of, um, you know, being able to have what you want to say, present yourself in a nice way, not have the kids screaming in the background and, and, you know, find a nice, neat place in your house for you to record a YouTube video. Oh, my God, yes. That's not messy. That doesn't have a toy. Oh, totally. So, yeah, so I was like, audio it is then. It's podcasting. So, um, I th- you know, I really had to settle for, like, what I thought I could actually do uh, with my lifestyle that I have. So, um, yeah, that's why I went to podcasting. And I just, I love it. I've always done public speaking, you know, ever since I was a kid. So I do love the aspect of going on there and speaking. And I love that medium. And I don't, I don't know many business owners that actually have the time to sit down and watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't my experience when I was trying to learn something. I was like, 
multitasking, I suppose, and listening to what I was going to learn and then, you know, either, you know, putting my own plan together, I was listening to that or I was, you know, doing something else and listening or I'd be cooking dinner and listening to podcasts. Oh, totally. It's like, it's like, yeah, you're driving the kids to school or you're doing something, you're listening, but you can't really see the, the videos, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you can't, you can't see it. So you're just listening to the voice anyway. So um, with a, with podcasting, it kind of worked in that respect for me. And I also had, you know, I've been thinking over the last few years, I've got three daughters and my oldest is 11. Mm-hmm. My youngest is eight now. Wow. So they're getting to the age, well, they, they always watch you, you know, and they're always taking an interest in what you're doing. And for a long time, I'd been kind of thinking, but, you know, before I started the podcast, I'd been kind of thinking like, what a, you know, every person probably thinks is at some point, like, what am I here for? What is my purpose? Yes, I yes, I, I went through that. that. So totally connect with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, I've had a lot of success in my life, you know, and, and I've done really great things that a lot of people haven't had the opportunity to do. So, but yet I kind of feel like, no, that was not my purpose. So what's my purpose? And I think one day I was watching, I was looking on the social media and I saw this, um, I saw this meme of, I think it was like Michelle Obama's grandma or something like that. It was quite popular and it was kind of saying something like, you know, in two generations' time she would be raising the First Lady of the United States, you know, and something just clicked with me in the way that I looked and viewing my role in society and that was more to go with, you know, maybe I will have a lot of success in my life but maybe the biggest success I could contribute to the world is by putting out these amazing humans into the world. Yeah, because definitely. Who, who knows what who knows what they're going to do? You know, you could have kids that are solving, you know, making cures for cancer. You could have kids that are just, you know, being nice in the world where sometimes it's not so nice. So I kind of changed the way I thought and then I thought, you know what, I really owe it to my kids to, for me to, to show them that I'm living a life that I want to live and that I have choice and control over what I want to do and, you know, sitting on Netflix all, all evening, you know, watching whatever's on there didn't really appeal to me. And I thought, you know, I've got a message. I just ha- have to get it out into the world. And and that's exactly where it started by, you know, having those little epiphanies about how should I show up in the world for my kids and what's my purpose and my role. And, uh, and then the messages that I have that I want to give across to the world before my time ends, you know, and I felt, you know, podcasting is such a great way to do it. And I'm, um, you know, sick of seeing all these superficial networking things online. And I went, damn it, I'm going to add my voice in there. Love it. Yeah. You know what? We, we really identify with your story because it's kind of what happened to us to start this business. And, yeah. you know, happened to us in terms of the purpose. You know, am I really doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And motherhood, motherhood changed you a lot. Um, I'm pretty sure it happened to you and, and I've been reading a lot about how scientifically they really have concluded that motherhood does change the way that your brain functions. Um, and, and Ilya and I both have that feeling that it changed us. That's how our little Venice came to, you know, to be born. And that's, you know, when we do all these things and we're here and we're, you know, meeting wonderful women like you, we feel, yes, we're not alone in the world where we really want to bring purpose, you know, for our kids and and for the rest of the kids and, and the future generations, right? 
Absolutely, and I kind of I feel that um, like I don't I don't know about you, but I found becoming a mum to be really socially isolating. Like my my kids are, I my husband works away, so he he works offshore on rigs and things like that. So he was away for a month at a time, and I felt you know when I decided to have kids because I was thirty when I had um, decided we decided we wanted to have kids and. Mm-hmm. Because I was like an overachiever, I wanted three in three years, which is like nuts. Wow. But I felt, I felt that you kind of lose a lot of your existing friendships if you're not all having kids at the same time. Totally. Like everyone is in different stages of life. Yeah. So in those years before, when your kids are born to to when they're going to school, I think it's really lonely for women sometimes if they don't have a community around them, and and that can be you know that's really socially isolating. And I felt for myself like being a you know. I was an officer in the Navy for nine years, you know, driving warships around the ocean before, you know, in a, in a previous life of mine. That's what I was doing when I was 17. And and now I've got these little humans to look after and, and I've got no social, you know, I felt like I didn't have any social contact. Mm-hmm. I really felt, you know, it wasn't until the kids went to school again that I actually felt a sense of connection with somebody and, and that was with the parents that my kids are going to school with. Mm-hmm. So, I think, you know, I think for women there's just so, so many changes that you go through and, you know, you may be in control of everything that you're doing before you have kids and then you have kids and you're suddenly in control of nothing. Nothing, and nothing. Unless you go out and seek it, you really have not a big support network these days either. No, and it's very, it's it's the same thing, right, because we're here without a support network too. Um, even if, you know, Ilya and I were fortunate that we met when we were pregnant and we, we formed kind of like we had a little bit of a network of friends that we were in the yeah. same boat. But still you find some of that isolation even when you are together. Um, and I don't know. It's one of those things that either we tend to isolate or when people start having differences of how to raise the kids or what to do with the kids, you know, becomes the whole the things that we see every day, right? The women that yeah. criticize the mom who breastfeeds or the one who bottle feeds Absolutely. or... Oh it's, my it's, god! It's so divisive. I think having kids is so divisive, and you know, it, it, I mean, the world is so wonderful because everyone is so different and has different opinions. So, I think that you know, motherhood is such a divisive thing. You know, um, vaccinations, non-vaccinations, breastfeeding, non-breastfeeding, oh, yeah, schooling. Like, there's so many ways to divide women that um, it becomes like it's it's it is really frustrating and isolating and I think also becoming a mum it makes you doubt yourself well for me anyway oh yeah totally like totally you I, doubt yourself like you didn't doubt yourself before absolutely absolutely so it was such a it's such a challenging time but I think now that the girl you know my girls are getting older and you know, we've got long, like I've got as an established friendship base now and, you know, social networks and then, you know, making all these, you know, wonderful business connections. It's kind of, for me, it's made me really reflect on how over time and I suppose with computers coming, there's a very variety of factors, but I find that, you know, unless you're actively going out and seeking connection and social interaction, it's really easy to be isolated in your home with just your laptop and Facebook. Yeah. You know, so, and, and sometimes that's where we're comfortable there in our pajamas. So, um, I think, you know, deliberately going and showing, you know, the future generations that this is connection and this is how that you connect and, you know, friends are fantastic and, you know, you all live together, you know, and you, you, you know, you work as a community to bring up, you know, bring up a village, um, you know, I think that that's a wonderful thing, but I'm just, 
I think sometimes I'm just disappointed. It took me about eight years to realize it after I've had kids. Oh, yeah. It is. And, you know, going on the subject of being a busy mom, being an entrepreneur, yep. you know, going on all this, you know, tell us, tell us what's this secret sauce that you have. How, how, tell us about a day in your life, because I'm super intrigued to know how do you manage three kids who were born like, you know, a year apart from each other and yep. you managed to be an entrepreneur, you managed to run the household because your husband works, you know, away from the home. Tell us how that, how do you make that happen? <laughs> Um, I think that it's it's certainly a challenge. I don't do it easily and I always feel like I'm failing at it. So, um, But everyone else that kind of looks in, that's what you need your friends for because your friends look in and go, Kelly, you're doing great. You know, so, yeah, um, yeah basically I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to mm-hmm. um, do some, like, prep for my podcast and things like that because there's certain things that, you know, you need to do, certain things I need to do each week for my podcast and I want to make sure I have enough time. And one thing I did decide when I chose to do a podcast was it wasn't going to impact as much as a, as much as say my previous business did on my family time. I really just wanted it to be something that I did. Um, the, the kids can see me do it, but I didn't want it to be taking away from the limited time that I already had with them. So I decided early in the mornings and late at night or the times that I was going to do those. And um, so get up at five, do a bit of prep for my podcast, mm-hmm. might do some writing, might do some networking online. It's, it's a perfect time for me. Half my audience is in America and okay. half, half in Australia. So I really do enjoy those ends of the day to catch with different people in different countries. So I sort of do that in that morning. The kids are up at six. So I get them all ready for school and they just live up. The, they, the school's journey a little bit down the street. So get them ready for school, drop them off at school. And then I actually go to a job. I'm a, I'm a physiotherapist and I work with kids and adults with disabilities. Wow. Um, I also manage about, well, I contribute to managing about 40 staff that we have, 40 therapists. So, um, and that's a job that I love as well. And it's something that, you know, so I, I have that job and I also do all the networking for that job as well. So I kind of get paid to network by them and okay. do something that I really love, which is, you know, making a positive impact on people's lives that generally have, you know, disabilities and things like that. Um, and then I come, you know, then I get to, I get my kids at, three o'clock when school's finished, do the same things that all mums do, like reading, homework, mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm. stuff because my kids are still at the time when they got to read every day and stuff like that. So we do all that reading and then, you know, I still do another two hours work for my, the, you know, the company that I work for after school because I do work nine to five. Uh, but I kind of work at, um, you know, very flexibly and I'm still there for the kids when I need to be and, um yeah, and then the kids got airing in bed at seven. And that was one thing I was very firm at, firm with right from when they were born, basically, mm-hmm. was 7 o'clock bedtime or 7.30 bedtime. And it's slowly creeping up now because the kids are getting older. But that is my time, you know. When the kids are in bed, I am done. I've done for the day. I've given as much as I can to other people and, and everything that they need to do. So that is my time to concentrate on and delve right into the networking and, um, you know, making making the podcast episodes and recording them and doing some marketing and then networking online, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, that's my time at the end. And then I finally go to bed about 11 o'clock and start again the next day. Oh my God. Yeah, that is, that is intense. And we completely, we completely feel with you because we're kind of on the same schedule. So totally understand all that and, and the ability for you to stay organized 
to stay focused. And as you say, to have those people around you that are supporting you by, you know, really elevating you and telling you, you know, the positive things that you're doing, like keep doing it and not criticizing you for, I don't know, why did you send that in your kids' lunch bags today? It's like, (laughs) it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's, um, I think it's really, because you, it, it, there is a lot of organization about it and the funny thing is I'm not naturally an organized person like I am one of those sort of like big thinkers and dreamers I'm a Pisces so um, I'm emotional I think you know and I'm a dreamer and I like have big ideas and all that kind of stuff and then when it comes down to the nitty-gritty detail I don't want to do it um you know it's not that I don't want to do it I'm just disorganized when I do it because I'm really into the bigger picture things okay so in my first business that I had, um, you know, in 2011 um, with that with the directory, that was a difficult, like, you know, I really struggled then because the kids are a lot younger and I was more focused on the bigger picture and part of the, the day-to-day stuff wasn't getting done that needed to get done. And I was very disorganised and I was stressed out and spending so much time um, working on my business but not actually getting very far. And that, that actually was the thing that came to the choice where I went, okay, well, do I go back to work and work straight, walk straight into a very good income for our family or um, do I keep this struggle and potentially miss my kid's childhood? So I kind of felt when I made that decision to go back to work, I kind of, I almost had like a sabbatical for like almost 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was only a couple of years ago. So where I just, I felt a little bit of a failure because I couldn't help, you know, I couldn't make it seem to work with um, the directory. Okay. I loved the networking, absolutely loved it, but it kind of came a little too late in, in that part there where I kind of needed to go back to work. So when I started the podcast up this time, I was like, right, I have to have very firm rules about how I'm going to do it and I have to have very, I have to be super organised. Yeah. So, and, and that was a that was a deliberate change that I make because it isn't something natu- that comes that naturally to me. So organised where I plan the meals for the kids, I've got them to be independent with helping as much as I possibly can around the home. And when it comes to my business time, I'm very um, disciplined about what I do and what I need to do. So I really only do the things that are really going to move the business forward and that are necessary to do. And I have a list and I prioritise it and I just do those. So if anything comes up, you know, the bright, shiny objects that come up yeah, on the side yeah. and you take you down the <clears> path <throat> that you want to be on or you think you want to be on but ultimately it's not a good idea, um, then I don't know. I just know I have these as long as like blinders on where I'm just blinkers on where I'm just just doing what I need to do. So I've, I've got a list of what I need to work through. I get that done. I've got a home list and I've got a work list. I, ha- I have to get those done. I can't muck about with it. And I sort I sort up um, sort out as many things to be as automatic as I possibly can to take out all the extra things because I can't um, you know I I needed to make that deliberate change from last time because that is somewhere area where I do fall down and I, you know it can be it's chaotic enough doing what I do but if you already have that personality like like me where I'm more of the bigger picture mm-hmm. thinker yeah and I, I don't mm. want to get bogged down mm. with details but you know I had to just try and learn what details you needed to do. And, and just stick with those and then whatever moves my, my business forward. And the other thing I did, I had to let go of being perfect. So I had to let go of being the perfect mum that puts the perfect lunchbox in there every oh, yeah. day and let go of having, like, the kids that all look totally perfect with hairspray hair and all that kind of stuff, you know, neat and tidy. And, you know, oh, yeah. Sometimes you just have to, like, pick the battle. Yeah, yeah, I you agree. Know, so, 
you know, I had to let go of that perfection. I had to let go of the perfection in my business about putting out a podcast where I wasn't 100% happy with every single bit of it or making an image because I do all my own stuff. So I do all my own recording and editing Mm -hmm. and all my own social media and things like that. But I had to let go of the fact that, you know, I'm not a graphic designer, so my images aren't going to look as awesome as a graphic designer's. But I'm okay with that because it's it's what I want to put out there and, and I have to be happy with that. So... Um, it's it's very much that thing, you know, it just it doesn't have to be perfect, it just has to be done. And that, you know, that was also a big attitude shift that I had to make. Totally. And I, it's really good when you talk about the attitude shift because that's one of the things that we we have experienced ourselves. We see with the women that we, you know, exchange with, we talk with, we coach, that many times it is about the mindset and the things that you have to change because it is within you that you have to make it. So, you know, I, I would love to know because you ventured in this, I love how you spoke about the things that you had to change and all the things you had to be very conscious about. So if you would have to give one tip or advice for another fellow mother who like feels that, they, you know, she has a purpose and she wants to do something, what would that one advice be? I think it would be to let, just let go of that. Just do it. Like I would, to be, to be honest, I would say to start off with, just do it. Like get out there and do the thing that you want to do mm-hmm. because you know, you need to do that for yourself, but you also need to do it for the kids that are watching you to know that they can go and do the things in life that they need to do, that they want to do. So I think it's important, you know, from that perspective. But the other thing is just, you know, be organized, make lists and just get it done and forget about that, forget about that perfection. And, you know, you might think that you'll cop some criticism online because, you know, it can be pretty harsh. It is. Yeah, it could be. You know, and you know, our Instagram feeds and Facebook and it's all full of perfect people, like really perfect people. Perf- well, as I, as I as I say, perfect on social media, you know, but we never know what happens behind that. But I feel like every struggling mum that puts their business out into the world in a way that is real and authentic to them, they're building to the collective consciousness of what the future world is going to be like. It's going to be more real. It's going to be with more women speaking out about how hard this is to do it, but how rewarding it is to do it and how you don't have to be perfect. And the more that people try it and, you know, put their voice out there, the more that life improves for every person that's going to do that. And I feel like, you know, the the, the, the influencer space and, and a few other things, it kind of, I don't know, I feel a bit frustrated with it because it does put out these images of perfection for people and, puts us under pressure when I don't, you know, that would be the tiniest percentage of people in the world that would come into that category. Um, You know, most of the people, most people I know are like me. They're like mums putting their businesses out there and putting their voices out there. And and that's actually what's going to make changes in the world, you know. Um, Not someone that's showing you the latest lip gloss on Instagram because they're getting paid $10,000 to do it. Authentic voice, the person that makes mistakes and gets up there and, and tries it again and doesn't do it perfectly. Totally agree. So with that note, you know, with, with what you want to do and what you're doing in your evolution, how do you see yourself expanding the Business Network by Design podcast? Yeah, I think with um, Business Networking by Design, I wanted to put my voice out there because I do feel like I, I encourage people to network in a very authentic way. And, you know, it's, it's, it's contrary to popular belief where, you know, you have to go out networking and meeting as many people as you possibly can. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm like, the less people you have in your network, the better, but just make them really good quality connections that you have. So 
that's the message I'm trying to get out there. But the other side of it I'm finding is that people are having difficulty planning, like who should it be in their network? Like with, you know, what's my personality type and how can I network better for my business? My business type is such and such. Who should I be connecting with to make the most of the time that I have? And so I think, you know, the podcast will expand because, you know, I'm doing the solo shows at the moment and then I want to do some um, interviews of powerful partnerships. So people that have built a business because they've networked or got along so well, they've got like a business bestie and they've had great success with that or they've mm-hmm. networked found this great um, connection with another business and that, you know, sky's the limit for them. So uh, some motivational, inspirational things as well as the how-tos, you know, kind of demonstrating the fact that, you know, a, it's really rewarding to networking is really rewarding and and you know look at it differently it's not just going out there and handing business cards over it's actually making you know business besties and real genuine connections with people and I feel like it's really great to say that and to have the podcast that kind of says that but when you go to implement that in your own business that's when the difficulty can come so you know I was I was thinking about you know I thought I've already published a book a Mm -hmm. long time ago and I was thinking of giving that a revamp and getting that back out there again and and then I've already got an online course that I ran a few years ago too that had a lot of um, students go through that so I think if I can um, mentor women to formulate their their business networks around them then um, and and, you know and see how that they grow and flourish in all aspects of their life and business because of that network okay that that's the thing that I want to get out there into the world. And so I see the, the the podcast to be growing in terms of giving people their, you know, an authentic voice on networking as well as, you know, supplementing, you know, people that might find me and actually, you know, find it a bit difficult to, Im- to implement everything themselves and they want that little bit of extra help to do it. And, you know, I hope to hold their hand through that process. I love that. I really love that because I, I you know, I think that many of the points that you talk in the podcast are super important. Um, Ilya and I, you know, we both are immigrants in Canada. And one of the yeah. most important things that we have done is network, um, yeah. you know, to find a job, to open up the business, to continue to expand. I mean, we found you by networking online. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's, that's, to be honest, I'm not running any ads for my podcast. I'm not doing, I'm growing the listener base and I'm starting from a list that's virtually zero as well. So um, I had some from, you know, a while ago, but they went very cold. So because I've, you know, not kept up with contacting them and things like that. And they'd done trainings with me before. So I was really just starting from zero. And so I started my podcast, I would say in April okay. last month, only in April. Wow. And the connections and the network that I've made since then just by going into a few Facebook groups um, and making some good quality connections in some good quality Facebook groups. And also I've done a little bit of experimenting on LinkedIn. So that, that's another space. But for me, it's been a largely Facebook, you know, networking in Facebook groups. It's really spread the message of networking, okay. of, of networking by design. And that's, you know, and I think that that's such a great message, the fact that I'm growing this authentically with networking, by networking. I'm, I'm not just saying what I need to say I'm, I'm doing what I say as well so um and, and and I love that the opportunities yeah we, we met in, in one of the Facebook groups there and had the opportunity to do this together which is you know fantastic that no I love it and because we we love to connect with people like you we have met a lot of other you know female hustlers and business owners who are trying to get it out there just by you know looking at their Instagram seeing what they're doing listening to them watching them and 
just admiring them. And we're like, yeah, we want to connect. We have found you. We have found um, our friend from Pixie Stock who provides, you know, most of our stock photos. We have found, you know, ladies who are helping us and coaching us in certain aspects. We're finding people that we are coaching in certain aspects. We we tend to like do as you said, we kind of like encourage each other. So all that is very important. So, you know, I love what you talk about network. If it's in person, if it's online, nurture it, keep it, um, make sure that you are always feeding your network, that you're not only reaching to the network when you need something. I find that super yeah. important. Um, I, I agree. That's a, I think that that's one of the things that I find is that a lot of people, you know, they, they, they do, they do networking and they say, yeah, but when I want something, they're not there, you know, or, or you know, they're not to me or things like that and very often it has come because that that nurturing hasn't been there like you do have to nurture and build that trust up with people before you can actually ask them for something or expect anything and so a big part of that is you know what I decided to do with this podcast is like put it all out there so every bit of knowledge if someone asks me a question I'm putting it all out there I'm not holding anything back for an online course or anything like that it is it is all out there because I want to help people and just by doing that and being open and giving as much knowledge as I possibly can to people the benefits that I've received have been incredible so, oh totally totally you know, incredible but it's because I, I you know I give 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 um you know and and that's that's what we need to do within our networks as well is not just think yeah I've met you once now and you know if, if I might just talk to you next time next time I want to be on my podcast you know I need to think about you and I need to think about what you like and and what I like about you and how I can help you, like I might see a good article on um, somewhere and I might forward it to you or, you yeah. know, things like might refer people to your podcast and stuff like that to, you know, it's, it's that nurturing that relationship for, you know, so that, you know, at the times that you do need your network, then, then they're there for you. Oh, yeah, that is completely right. It's It's about any relationship. It's about... Anything that we do, we have to do it that way. We have to help each other. So, you know, I wanted to finish up all this with, you know, our conversation because we deal and we work and we network with a lot of women and especially moms. In our case, we we work with a lot of um, immigrant moms where the issue is time management. And one of the things, you know, we were talking about the the tips about just start and just do it. What would be your advice as this busy, as you described your day, what would be one advice about, you know, what is that one thing you have to do to really kind of start nailing down the time management aspect? I think the thing that works for me the best is, it probably sounds like I'm in high school, but timetabling. Okay. <laughs> I have a timetable. So for me. Not, not time- bad at all. The basics are always yeah. good. Uh, I, I just I need a timetable. I need to know from five to six in the morning. This is what I'm doing, and 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 then I just get in and you know do it. I think so. Having a, a timetable and then having a list of the things that you abs- the highest priority that need to get done. And I think in terms of managing your time that way, um, that's the biggest benefit. And where possible, I like to do. Um, I don't like to lose a lot of time with task switching. So I'm a big um, fan of trying to do the same thing in a block of time. So if I'm going to record one podcast, I'd like to record three podcasts because I'm already set up the computer and the microphone and I'm already, you know, I'm already into that mode of speaking. And then because I do know that topic really well, then I might go on and record like a video or something like that on that topic right then when it's fresh in my head. Exactly. So I kind of, 
I think those those kind of strategies of, you know, blocking out your time, making it so that you're not doing too many different things within that time, they're all the same so your brain doesn't have to change to a lot of different things and you get the most out of the time. And then having that timetable to just know when you're, you know, when you can expect to work and, and when you're going to get things done because that, that was another stress before too. Like you don't know, you think of these things, oh, I've got to do that Facebook post and it's sitting on the top of your mind and I'll be with my kids giving them breakfast and I'm thinking I've got to do that Facebook post, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. If I have that stuff blocked out in my diary and I know that that's what I'm going to do, well, you know, when I'm, when I'm doing my networking stuff, I'm involved and I'm invested, but when I'm with my kids, I'm, you know, I'm paying attention to every moment that I am with them and not thinking about the other things because I, I know it's covered, I know it's written down, it's timetabled. I'm good to go. I like that because it's being present in the moment that you are. It's, you know, understanding that if you are putting the kids to sleep, that's what you're doing. If you're writing that Facebook post, that's what you're doing. And I think that also takes a lot of the mental load off of us, yeah. right? So that's very important. So as as we're closing, Kelly, we yes. are, you know, we were, this was a great conversation and Ilya actually was able to join us to say hello to oh. you and to wrap up the episode. Hi, Hi. Kelly. How are you doing? It's such an honor that I did not want to miss the chance to say hi, to introduce myself and basically give you a virtual hug. How are you? Oh, thank you so much. I'm going really well. It's so great that you're able to come on. Yes, unfortunately, timing uh, was not my my forte <laughs> today, especially tonight. Uh, I I probably you probably know, don't know uh, what's going on here in Canada and North America, but right now, uh, Toronto Raptors uh, is uh, go, starting their first game of the NBA Finals. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, the big game tonight in Toronto. Mm-hmm. My husband, big fan. I have a four-month-old. Probably Adriana talked about it, and I have a five-year-old boy. So everything fell on me tonight. So yeah, absolutely. Late, but I made it. I made it's it. And I made yeah. It. It's a, it's a, you know, as, as we were talking, Kelly, it's that, you know, balance of the busy mom and, you know, it's Ilya needing to put one kid down, the other one down and be able to be here. But we made it. You know, the important thing is that no matter if it was at the end, we're here. Absolutely. And I, I suppose even though we talk a lot about, you know, rigidity and having a timetable, it's important to be flexible so that you can do those things when you, you know, when you need to do them and you want to do them. So, yeah, good job. Thank you so much, and uh, big fans of your work, your project, every episode we follow it basically to the T. Sometimes I even take notes because every episode is a gem that you drop, and I encourage everyone to follow her, um, to subscribe to her podcast, Networking by Design, with Kelly uh, with Kelly Briggs, and just to find and learn so many, so many lessons that you provide about meaningful networking. Because I thought the networking was like before, for me, going to events, just trying to find somebody key who I could uh, talk to. But after starting to uh, listen in every single lesson and experience that you had in the past, uh, it was a I, it was eye-opening. I, it was an eye-opening for me. And it truly it means, like you just said when I, when I uh, joined the conversation, that it's not just 
you know, just a, a, a network for the sake of it. It's just to create a meaningful relationship. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. But that's part of it, isn't it? I wish sometimes the word networking wasn't networking because it. I think people have a fear of that word when really we're just trying to make meaningful connections with people and build genuine relationships with people. Totally. So Kelly, because we, we're such fans, as Ilya said, and we follow you and we take notes and we learn, um, can you share with our society, how can they reach you, follow you and subscribe to that podcast? Beautiful. So I, um, the Business Networking by Design podcast is on most podcast platforms. So it's like iTunes, Spotify, the whole lot. And as well as we've been submitting the podcast to YouTube as well. So if you do like YouTube, you can listen in on the podcast there. You can also listen in on kellybriggs.com.au. So that's my website and you can come and listen there. Um, I am on Facebook uh, with Business Networking by Design and I'm on Instagram with the Kelly Briggs, and I would love to connect to people on Instagram. I'm really loving Instagram at the moment with um, connecting to, to different people and seeing what different people are doing. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn as well, so Kelly Briggs on LinkedIn, and um, I think that's, yeah, that's something that I'm kind of LinkedIn I'm experimenting with, so if you do want to make connections on LinkedIn, I'd be really, really welcome to doing that because I'm kind of experimenting with, you know, building authentic relationships on LinkedIn so you can see me on Facebook YouTube LinkedIn my website and all podcast um love it love it we will connect with you on LinkedIn too because that's uh one of one of our um hustle and heels favorites so we will make sure to connect with you and get it there but it was a complete pleasure kelly to have you in the podcast thank you so much for being a part of hustle and heels and for continue to you know work when you together with us and yeah Ilya, any any final words you want to say to our society absolutely we're going to add all the social media handles and links where you can find kelly briggs uh where you can connect with her, where you can have a meaningful relationship with her. And of course, if you find value uh, out of this uh, episode, please let us know. That will mean the world to us. Go check and listen in um, Kelly Briggs on Spotify and the main uh, podcast platforms and learn from her because you will get to another level once you get it. And if you know, if there is nothing else to say, well, I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Adriana and Ilya, for having me on today. It's been fantastic to talk to you in person. I really, really appreciate the opportunity that you've given me to, you know, make my little change in the world by talking about networking. It's about the little changes, Kelly. And remember, everybody, this was episode number 66 of Hustle and Heels from our little Venice. And we were recording today, Thursday night from Canada and Friday morning from Australia. That This is just fascinates me. So I, I hope, I Kelly, you have an amazing weekend for, you know, uh, right now and for the rest of our society. Have an amazing week and we look forward and hearing about it soon. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in the content and you enjoyed the format, please help us in reaching out to other women, entrepreneurs, and professionals so they can also receive this message and get value from what we want to tell them. Please give us your review on iTunes and give us your rating so more people can know about the Hustle & Heels podcast. Join our village for exclusive updates, tips, and news that we will 
will get out for you every week. And remember, this is Hustle and Heels, the podcast of our little Venice, and we are Adriana Romero and Ilia Francis, and we will see you next Tuesday.